0: When you need a sprinkle of magic in your life, tune in to Madame Pamita and Magic and the Law of Attraction, episode 59. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction. The podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Welcome to episode 59 of Magic and the Law of Attraction, Speeding Up Magical Results. But Daddy, I want it now. Do you remember Veruca Salt in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Of course you do. If you are like her and you want it now to, this is your episode. This is the episode where I'll break down spell timing. I'll show you how you can nurture your spell work to bring the quickest results. Why and when you might not want to rush things and how to support your spell work to get the best possible result. I'll even share some of my favorite ingredients and tools to get your spell results faster. So don't wait a minute longer. Listen to this episode to learn how to get quick results to your spell work right now. But before we dive into that, which is an exciting topic, I know it's terrible for me to say, we're going to teach you how to hurry things up and then make you wait. But I want to tell you something that's very important. There is a way that you can meet with me for free and ask me your questions about spells, the laws of law of attraction, spirituality, witchcraft, Slavic folk magic, spirits, divination and more. Join me on Sundays for the live podcast recording and for the extra bonus content, a live Q&A after the podcast. It's completely free to join. All you have to do is be a member of the Spell Squad. And to do that, all you have to do is sign up at spellsquad.com. That's right. It's not a Patreon thing. It's not a thing you have to pay for it. It is absolutely free. And all you do is sign up at spellsquad.com. We'll send you the link to join us every week. The link's the same every week. And there you go. It's absolutely free. It takes place every Sunday except for the first Sunday of the month when I have a paid workshop and it takes place at 5pm Pacific, 6pm Mountain, 7pm Central and 8pm Eastern. If you want to see past episodes, you can check them out on my YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash Madam Pamita, or you can listen to the pod- podcast by going to magicandthelawofattraction.com or babayagasmagic.com, which is my other podcast, and finding it on, or you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Go ahead over to spellsquad.com and sign up today so you can join the Spell Squad. You'll get a ton of free goodies just for joining, including the link to join me for the Q&A. And then you can join me with a cup of tea, a little cocktail, or whatever you like, and download some deep spiritual knowledge. It's always fun in our little clubhouse, and I'd love to see you there. All right, so let's talk about timings and speeding up timings and speeding up spell results. The first thing, if we're going to talk about that, that we have to get to is spell timings. I think it has been great that we have all these movies about witches and witchcraft out there. I mean, I think it's a great benefit for witches that there are these pop culture references with witches that make us seem like we're not freaky, weird, evil, and all of that. We really get uh, a lot of positive benefits of that. But one of the downsides of this pop culture phenomenon with movies and TV shows and everything is that people get the wrong impression of what magic is. They think sometimes that you have a wand and you say some Latin sounding word and do a little symbol and voila, the thing is going to happen. Now, you may get results instantaneously. Sometimes that does happen with magic, but very, very infrequently do we get instant results. Usually with magic, it takes some time to get a result from our spell work. Remember what real magic is. Real magic is bending and shaping reality to our will. If you think about, you know, things like a bar of steel that you heat up, and then you have to bend it, you bend it really slowly. And it takes some effort to do. And magic really is like that. Most magic is like that, where we have to work at something. We have to put energy towards something and we watch as we slowly move it into the direction that we are wanting. When it comes to the timing of seeing results of our spells, we really do have to acknowledge that sometimes things might take a little time to get there. One of the worst things, absolutely one of the worst things that you can do for your spell work is to have really hard expectations, you know, like real defined expectations on when you want it and you must have it now and you must have this. So, you know, for example, if you did a candle spell and the candle spell finishes, you might expect to see your results right away. But what happens if you don't see those results right away as soon as your candle is done burning? A whole cascade of things can happen. You can think, for example, that your spell didn't work or that you're not deserving of the outcome or that you'll never get your wish. Thinking these negative thoughts about your spell because it didn't come in the timing that you had the expectation about will never help you get to your magical goal. That negative thinking is not gonna get you there. So to get to your goal with magic, you must believe in your outcome to see your spell come to fruition. You must believe in your spell work. You must believe that it is moving and shaping and moving something in the direction that you want it to go. So that's the very first thing when you're doing spell work, leave the expectations at the door. Second thing, Find the right type of spell for the topic that you are working on. If you are working on a spell that has a start and the end date, you want a certain kind of spell. Or if you're working on a spell that is ongoing, you have some other options. So I'm going to give you an example. You might have a spell that you want to cast for doing well on a test. You have a test coming up. The test is coming up in three weeks. It has a definite hard stop date. You want that spell to work for that test that you're going to take in three weeks. It has a start and an end to it. So that's one way. That's one type of spell that we might do or one type of intention that we might have in our spells. Another type of intention is something that is an ongoing topic. So something like protection or prosperity is not something that has a hard end date. It's something that we want ongoing. We want protection, spiritual protection. We want prosperity. We want good luck. We want happiness. Those are things that we aren't going to have an expiration date on. So if your spell has a start and stop date, you might want to do a spell work, that has a start and an end date too. That can be something like doing a candle spell. A candle will burn for a certain number of days, for example. Or you could do something like doing a series of baths. A series of baths will have you know, a three-day bath or a seven-day bath. It has a start and an end date. So those kinds of things are great for spells where we have a definite deadline. Now, if your spell is ongoing, you might want to do a spell that is ongoing like carrying a charm bag or wearing an amulet or creating an altar those are things that you do every day and can do every day to help support the change that you are wanting the protection the love the prosperity or whatever it is that you want ongoing I think of start and end date spells, the ones that have that limited time that you're working as being very highly charged. It's like sending a rocket up into the sky. Ongoing spells are more like the energy of sanding a block of wood. We're working on it over and over and over again, just a little bit every day to get that result that we're wanting. But I think there's a nice synergy with both of these. We can send a big, powerful, focused spell up like doing a candle spell or a bath and then keep that energy going with something like a charm bag or an amulet or having an altar and so on. So I think you can actually bring both into spells if you need to have that boost of power, but you want to keep it going. You can bring both in. Now, with a candle spell, which is a start and stop spell, um, it's helpful to think of the timing and pay attention to the results of your spell, but by thinking of it more as a journey. With a journey, we're going to, like, even if you were taking a journey in real life, I'm traveling from Los Angeles and I'm going to drive to San Francisco, Along the way, there's going to be stops, right? I can stop at Bakersfield or I can stop at um, Gilroy or I can stop at San Jose. I can stop at these places along the way get something to eat, stretch my legs, and so on. And I like those because each of those cities that we pass as we're going on our journey lets us know that we're closer to our destination. The same thing with magic. We can look for these signposts on the way that show us that we're going toward our goal. For candle magic, the way I was taught is to look for the three Ms. You look for messages, you look for movement, and then you look for manifestation. Messages are signs from the universe showing you that your spell is brewing. It's something's happening here. So for example, that can be things like hearing a song on the radio, having an interesting synchronicity that's in alignment with your spell, um, seeing an unusual animal, um, getting, uh, hearing a song on the radio. These can all be messages. So are things coming from the universe to show us that our spell is on its way? The next signpost that we're looking for is The movement, something is moving in the right direction. It's not quite there yet where we want it, but it's moving in the right direction, right? So for example, if we did a spell for looking for a new job and we got called in for an interview, but we didn't get that job that we interviewed for just then, well, that's still a sign because if you didn't have interviews before and you're getting interviews now, that's movement in the right direction, right? So that's what we're looking for as our second signpost. And then, of course, our final signpost is the final manifestation of the spell work. So it's always helpful to be looking for these things, looking for these signposts as we are going toward our goal. And it works very, very well with candle magic because the candle ends and then we know to start looking. But really, this can be done with even those ongoing spells like the altar, like the charm bag, like the amulet. We can start to see things shifting and changing and moving in the right direction. So what happens, though, if we don't see those signs, we don't see the messages, the movement or the manifestation? That can happen. It happens to everyone. Not every spell you make is going to produce an amazing result. Sometimes we don't see any change. Sometimes nothing happens. So then we have some options. We can try our spell again, right? That's one way of doing it. If the first spell doesn't work, try it again. Maybe you can try it and refine your intention. Maybe you weren't very clear on your intention. Or maybe you can choose an intention that's more focused or less focused, you know, but you can change your intention to allow more or to be more immediate. I mean, there's lots of ways you can do that. You could also try a different kind of spell. Maybe you did a candle spell. But what this needs is um, maybe something like working with oils every day, putting an oil on your skin every day for a certain intention. So try a different kind of spell if you're not having success with a spell. Maybe there are some blocks to your your manifestation. So if that's the case, um, you can do a spell before you redo your spell again. So you could do an open road spell to open the path to your outcome and then do the spell over again. Or if it's very, very, very stuck, you could do a blockbuster spell to remove those hard blocks to open the path so that you can get to your intention. After you do that blockbuster, you can then do your spell over again and see if that helps. If you're not sure of what to do, you can always get a reading to see, are there any blocks? What's going on? Maybe you need to do a different type of spell. So if you're lost, you can always do a reading with me or another trusted reader and find out if there's something that you're not seeing or that you're missing or that can help your spell work. Sometimes, now that being said, there are many times actually when I say that it might be in our best interest To instead of looking for fast timing, that we look for right timing. So we want things to be in the right time, not just fast. I think of that as being really the mature witch, the one who has had lots of experience, will have a lot more patience, trust his or her or their spells, and they'll let the spell marinate. If it needs to marinate, they'll let the intention marinate. They will be patient with it and they will trust the timing of it. And they will keep working on it. Oftentimes if we're not seeing a result, we keep working on that thing until finally we hit the the pay dirt, right? So let's think about an example of that. If you're going to do that, I think of that as being like making a contract with the universe or your ancestors or your spirits or your deities. So let's say, for example, you wanted to bring a new love into your life. But what if they're with someone else right now? You wouldn't want to bring them in your life right now because then you have a triangle, I mean, maybe you do, but if you want a monogamous relationship, you would want them to be single when they came to you, not involved with someone else. So you might have to wait for things to line up for a manifestation to occur. If your spell, your incantation of your spell has room for it, you can say something in the incantation like the perfect outcome and perfect timing. I love that phrase. And I often add that to my own personal spells because I don't want to rush things and have a sloppy result. I want the best result. And if that means it takes a little more time to come with me, so be it. That works just fine. Another way that we can help our spell work, you know, it may be like an obvious thing, but sometimes people don't think of this. Another way that we can manifest faster is to help things along by working both spiritually and materially. So back to our example of looking for a job, if you do a spell for a new job, but you don't look at the want ads, you don't send out any resumes or applications, you don't do any of the footwork. It might take a little while for your job to come to you. It doesn't mean that it won't come to you or can't come to you, but it's just going to be a little, perhaps a little slower. But if you do that spell on the spiritual side and do the work on the material side, you're supporting, both are supporting the same goal and they're going to help one another. So, don't just do a spell, do the spell and pound the pavement or do whatever it is that you need to do on the material level to help that spell along. They will support each other and you will get your results faster. Acknowledge the steps along the way. If you're working, um, you know, toward, let's say, I want to be a millionaire, maybe that's your big goal and that's the spell that you're going to do. But you you know, that may take a minute for you to get to having a million dollars. So are you going to work toward it and just keep working at it till you get there? Okay, that's fine. But what if you are getting discouraged because it's not happening fast enough? Then what I recommend you do is you acknowledge those steps along the way. So if you're working for that million dollars, you might wanna work with something ongoing, like a lodestone. And you could feed your lodestone magnetic sand Every time money comes your way, every time you get a paycheck, a windfall, a tax return, you find a $20 bill, whatever it is, you can feed that lodestone. And it's a way of reinforcing and acknowledging and creating that magic by doing a repetitious thing, but also simultaneously acknowledging that you are receiving money and that money is coming in and not just waiting until the day that you become a millionaire to celebrate. You want to celebrate those little wins along the way. And I think that's very, very important. Another example, that could be like a healing spell. Maybe you've got some illness or a loved one has an illness and every time they have a little improvement or you have a little improvement in your health, you can then celebrate that with some kind of acknowledgement put on an oil, light a candle, um, say a prayer, you know, it can be any number of things, but do that so that you see those little wins along the way. And that will help reinforce that big one that is to come. Honoring those incremental steps will give you a more positive outlook on your spell work, which is hugely valuable for making your manifestation come uh, become a reality. And it will help those intentions to manifest as well. So what if you do all these things and you're doing all these things already and you're still seeing nothing changing? Well, that's when you need to take a step back from your intention. You need to reflect on your intention and reflect on your spell work. When you do that, think about this. Do you want to make any changes to your intention? Maybe you need to make a smaller intention, a more short term intention rather than that larger goal. So maybe instead of saying I'm doing a spell to be a millionaire, I'm doing a spell to make a thousand dollars extra this month. Right. That can be a spell that you can really see the results of very quickly. So that can be a great way to work. Or I want my new business to make ten thousand dollars this year. That can be a step in the right direction. Also look at your spell and say, is there any way that I can open up the possibilities in my intention? That's a huge one with spell work, and I I see and recommend constantly to people. So, for example, this happens often in love spells, in particular love spells where somebody's working on a particular individual. So instead of saying a spell with the intention, I want Johnny to love me, You can open it up a little bit by saying, I would like a romantic relationship with my perfect partner, or I'd like to draw my perfect soulmate to me or my true love to me. By opening the energy up, it's not saying that it's not Johnny or Susie or whoever, but it can be them, but it can also be somebody else who's even better, right? And that brings me to my last thing, which is I want this result or something even better. And that also opens up the possibilities of something really, really great coming to you, which when there's more options, your stuff can definitely manifest faster when you have more options. So it's a f- wonderful way to work. It frees things up and it's just, um, really, uh, gives you the faster result that you might be looking for. Now in a minute, I'm going to tell you my favorite tools for speeding up spells. But before I do that, I want to share a little something that we sell here at the parlor of wonders. Do you know, that you can hold the secret to successful and beautiful candle spells right in your hands. I've written a best-selling book called The Book of Candle Magic, Candle Spell Secrets to Change Your Life. And if you don't have a copy yet, you don't know what you're missing out on this is not a recipe book but a book that teaches you the hows and whys of candle magic so that you can create your own recipes your own beautiful custom candle spells for yourself and feel confident in casting them it features authentic candle magic that anyone can do my joyous book encourages you to dance in the moonlight and rekindle the spark of magic that's within you with a little wax wick and flame. Whether you are new to Candle Spells or have years of experience, you'll feel me guiding you every step of the way as you perform spells and gain the confidence to create your own. The Book of Candle Magic empowers you to manifest more happiness, love, prosperity, and fulfillment. You'll learn how to make candles from scratch, do candle readings, start your personal grimoire, and add some pizzazz to your rituals, and a lot more. The Book of Candle Magic has over 1,200 reviews on Amazon, I just looked today, and has earned a five-star rating. There's a reason for that. People get something out of it, and it's constantly been in the top 100 bestsellers on Amazon's Magic Studies charts. So, if you don't have a copy, what are you waiting for? You can get it at your favorite bookseller, or you can get a personalized signed copy at ParlorofWonders.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out my other books, Baba Yaga's Book of Witchcraft, Slavic Magic from the Witch of the Woods, and Madame Pamita's Magical Tarot, Using the Cards to Make Your Dreams Come True. All the books are available, personalized, and signed. Just go to ParlorofWonders.com, look up books, and you'll find it there. So, what if you want to move things along? Well, if you want to move things along in your spell work, you can add elements to your spells that will speed things up. These are some of my favorite go-to tools for speeding things along. Some of them are more complicated, some of them are easy, but I'm going to share with you my list of go-to's. The first one, probably the most important one, instant gratification oil. Instant gratification oil is an amazing oil that has the essential oils and the herbs to speed up the energy of a spell. Along with that, we also have open roads oil, which is to open the pathways if things are a little slowed down or blocked in some way. And if they're really, really blocked, we have blockbuster oil. We also have open Roads sachet powder, blockbuster sachet, open roads bath, blockbuster bath. Now, that oil can be used in so many ways. It's one of my favorite tools because it's inexpensive and it's versatile. Oils can be used on a charm bag, on your body. They can be added to a bath. They can be used for dressing candles. There's a million ways that you can use oils. And if you want to see all the ways, go over to Parlor of Wonders, go to learn and go to the magical how-to guides. There's an oil how-to guide that'll tell you all the ways that you can use oils. Now, Instant gratification oil is an oil that I feel is best used along with another oil for the intention. So it's like kind of like an add on oil to speed up the energy of something. So if you want to say, for example, bring in prosperity, you could use abundant prosperity oil or money magnet oil, and then use instant gratification oil to get that moving faster. Another, like love oil, you could do, um, come to me oil or true love oil or soulmate oil and use instant gratification oil to speed that along. Now we also have other tools. Uh, another tool that's really great is the fast results candle spell booster pack. Now candle spell booster pack is additional taper candles, additional oils, additional herbs, petition paper, glitter. It has all the things to turn your regular candle spell into a deluxe complex candle spell. Plus it comes with all the instructions. So you start with your basic candle spell and then you add the booster pack and you make this fabulous, gorgeous, beautiful spell. The fast results candle spell booster pack is with the herbs and the oils and the colors that are going to support a quick outcome. We even have a spell kit that is for fast results. It's called the Fast Fox Candle Spell Kit. That along with fast results, it's like you're really fast. Fast Fox Candle Spell Kit comes with a fox candle. Fox represents an, is an energy of quick speed, fast, you know, smart and all of those things. So Fast Fox Candle Spell Kit can be had in any color. You know, it comes in all 10 colors. So you can pick a color that aligns with your intention, get that Fast Results Candle Spell Booster Pack, and voila, you've got a really good spell to speed up the results. You can also bring herbs into your spell work, whether it's, like I said, a charm bag, a tea, a um, potion, a candle spell. You can bring herbs into these uh, spells. And the two herbs that I love working with so much to speed up results are cinnamon and ginger. These are herbs that you have in your cupboard. Cinnamon and ginger are fantastic for speeding things up. They have what I would describe as sweet, hot, energy, sweet heat, right? They're hot, they're spicy, but they're sweet, spicy. Ginger, cinnamon, you can think of that. So it's not to drive something away, but actually to sweeten something, but also heat it up. And that heating up energy is a way of speeding things up. You can bring the colors of that intensity and that openness and that speed into your spells as well. Red candles and orange candles are fantastic for speeding up the energy. Red is action, passion, enthusiasm, motivation. Orange is opening up the way, opening, remove blocks, opening the path. So orange and red candles are fantastic for bringing in those quick results. You can bring crystals. One of my favorite crystals for speeding up results is pink or red, adventuring, adventuring is a candle as a very open energy to it. And that crystal is beautiful for bringing in quick results. That pink or red adventuring is great for that. You can also call on spirits to help with this. One of the you know, well-known spirits is Saint Expeditus. Saint Expedite, Saint Expedite, Saint Expeditus, whatever you call him. He's the patron saint of urgent causes. The reason for this is the uh, mythology, the legend about Saint Expeditus is that at the time of his conversion, a raven appeared. He was converting to Christianity and the raven symbolized the spirit of evil. Okay, well, we know where this <laughs> bias is in the story. <laughs> the raven symbolized the spirit of evil and told him, cross, 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 which in Latin means tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. It sounds like a crow calling, cross, 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 right? This, the raven was trying to persuade him to wait till tomorrow to do his conversion to Christianity, leave it for later. But Saint Expeditus, he reacted. Energetically, he crushed the crow with his right foot. Ugh, oh, horrible. <laughs> While exclaiming, Hodie, 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 which in Latin means today, today, today. So he wasn't going to listen to the crow or the raven calling, cross cross cross. He was going to do it today. So I will not leave anything for tomorrow from today. I will be a Christian. He made that conversion and he says, there's no time like the present. So that's why he is the, the saint, the patron saint of urgent causes. You need it right now. You call on Saint Expeditus. You can call on gods and goddesses. Uh, Hermes or Mercury is the divine messenger. He has wings on his feet. He's about speed. There's Uh, Herma. Herma is the Norse messenger of the gods. There's Nike, the goddess of speed, strength, and victory. Atalanta is the heroine, the Greek heroine of fast speed and running. She was the fastest woman in the world, fastest person in the world in the mythology. We've got Savitar, the Hindu god of motion. We also have power animals that we can call in, cheetahs, foxes, pronghorn, marlin, falcons, eagles. We can call in the element of wind. Wind is the fastest thing. You think about those hurricane winds that go over a hundred miles an hour. It's fast, right? So we can call up this energy, whether we call up an elemental, a power animal, a goddess, a God, a spirit, whatever we bring in, we can bring in these to help our spells and to make things come faster. So you've got options now. Well, that about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get even more info about how to do magic and speed things up and so on, check out the Learn page over at the Parlor of Wonders, where you will find a ton of free resources, including workshops, blog posts, how to guides, how to videos past podcast episodes and the way to join me live over Zoom for the magic q and party, which takes place on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just go to Parlor of Wonders and click the Learn tab to see all the goodies there. Thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Um, thank you to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Those reviews are so helpful and I really appreciate you doing them. Thank you to Gilles Navarre for production and engineering. Thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing and thank you to you for joining me, whether you are here with me live or listening to the podcast. And I'm looking forward to next episode when we'll be answering the question, how to make your bath time magical. Until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever.